0: Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Size Podcast. I'm your host, Kier, short for Kirsten, and this episode is going to be a kind of random conglomeration of things. <laughs> I'm going to start with a few personal stories and then finish up with a question from a follower. So we moved into our new home on April 30th of last year, and Justin and I, well, mostly Justin totally remodeled the original 1980s kitchen to be our literal dream kitchen with an island and a giant stove and all the appliances we wanted and just all the things that would make two foodies insanely happy. But it was a project as any project is and we lived with plywood countertops until July when we finally got our granite. And then the last step was the backsplash. Well, we looked for tile with an idea in our head, and we brought a bunch of samples back home from different places, and then we realized that we basically hated all of them, and with like all the shortages from COVID and stuff, it was really difficult to find what we wanted and find what they even had in stock, and we were just so... Perplex. Like we didn't know which design direction to go in. We didn't know what color to do. We didn't know all the things and we put it off and we put it off and we put it off. And we finished so many other projects around the house, smaller projects. And we were about to start another big one outside. We are going to totally redo the landscaping and do all the things out there and make it pretty for summer. But we had a few complications of just like timing of things and equipment and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what, like, let's try to find a backsplash, like, let's just get this over with, because I'm tired of not having anything there. And it's, you know, we use the kitchen every single day, like, if we are going to do a project, we should finish the one that is the biggest and the most important to us. So Hey, it's me. I just wanted to quickly apologize for the poor audio quality that seemed to just switch on right there. There's something funky going on with my microphone lately, and I'm not quite sure what it is or why it's happening, but I am going to get to the bottom of it so it doesn't happen again. So I just wanted to say, I'm sorry. I'm fully aware and the good audio quality will come back in just a few moments. So thank you for your patience. And now back to the show. We went to floor and decor with a new idea in our head, just a really simple one um, and just to get it done with, right? Because we didn't want to go overboard. We didn't want to take away from our granite countertop, which is just a beautiful piece of artwork. So we wanted something simple that wasn't going to take away from that and just, yeah. So we found a tile that we both agreed on and we brought it home, felt great, felt right. So we just went for it. And at this point, like I was just like, I'm tired of seeing the drywall, and I just want something there before the grease from our stove would eat away at the drywall. So, it's in, it's done, everything is finished in the kitchen for the most part, and oddly enough, it's taken me quite a few days to get used to. Like, it stands out so much right now. Like, I wanted something simple that kind of just fades into the background. It's just not, like, super eye-catching, but pretty at the same time, but... I think after not having anything there for so long it has taken me some time to kind of like let my eyes adjust and not see the nuance of it so i'm getting used to it and now that it's in and now that my eyes are adjusting i realized something not having a backlash was actually preventing me from creating food related content for you guys like I've posted things here and there, but it would always just slightly bother me that the kitchen wasn't totally finished and it wasn't like totally presentable. Like, I know you guys get it and you understand, like, obviously, you know, I can't make magic happen and just, I get that. And I know that you get that. But there were just some things that I just never actually recorded because it didn't look right to me. Like, there were some things that I'm like, I just have to do this now. I just have to do it now. So I did it and just, Like, for example, the short girl home workout that I did in the kitchen where I was like doing all the things like I couldn't wait to post that. Like that idea was just something that had been sitting in my head for so long that I'm like, I just have to do this and hope to God nobody says anything about not having a backsplash. And most of you didn't. And that was nice. But there's some things where it's like food related content on the counter that like if I were to take a picture of it, it's just so obvious to me that there was no backsplash there and it bothered me. It really bothered me. So I realized that that was preventing me from creating nutrition content and I'm sorry I feel really bad about that like granted my November and my December were just awful months like I had two deaths in the family I was suffering from a UTI that turned really ugly and just the usual stress of the holidays and traveling and all that stuff so I did take a good social media hiatus to begin with so I'm fully aware that the food-related content has totally gotten away from me. And like as a, and whose actual Instagram name has nutrition in it, I feel like I, f- I just feel really bad that I haven't had a whole lot of nutrition-related content. But that is all going to change from this point forward because I've got some great ideas cooking up right now and I'm super excited to start creating and sharing all the good stuff. So stick around because funsize.nutrition is about to be revitalized. Speaking of home, most of you guys know I live in Vegas where everything is really dry all the time and it's super important to stay hydrated. For me, it's easy to stay hydrated in the summertime when it's hot because that's when I seem to crave water the most. But in winter when it's cold, I find that I naturally tend to not drink a lot of water. And in November and December, I realized how much of a problem that really was starting to be. So at the start of the new year, I was like, okay, I have to get back on my water target. Like I just, it's a top priority right now. So naturally I thought back to a time when I was drinking water consistently and I was like, okay, what was it about that particular time period that made me so consistent? Like what was the approach that I was taking then that I need to take now in order to get back on it? And the thing is, The time I thought back to was when I was competing in bodybuilding shows. Does that mean I need to sign up for a show? Hell to the fucking no. But I realized that the reason I was so successful was because my 220-pound male bodybuilding coach at the time told me to drink a gallon of water every day. So at that time in my life, I was living in an apartment that... Didn't have a water filter thing on the fridge, so I had to buy bottled water anyway. And since it was just so convenient, I just bought gallon jugs and had to finish just one each day. Super simple. So easy. Flash forward to now, I know that as a petite woman, a gallon of water is just way too much. Sure, it's possible. I mean, I did it for nearly four years. But it's truthfully just Complete overkill. Instead of going with the drink a gallon a day that seems to be the standard amongst male bodybuilders, you actually only need about half your body weight in fluid ounces. And this goes for anyone, regardless of how tall they are. Like, you really kind of only need about half. And since petite women tend to be on the smaller side, we don't always require as much water as taller people. So that standard gallon of water a day we don't need that much we need a little bit less like did you know that a gallon of water is about 128 fluid ounces so as a 128 pound female i only actually need about half of a gallon which is 64 fluid ounces which is about two liters but the kicker is if you live in a dry climate like the las vegas desert I really should aim for more. So I decided that I was going to drink not two liters, but three liters a day, which is about 101 fluid ounces. And you want to know what I did? I found a three liter water jug at the grocery store. But since I now have a fancy refrigerator with a water filter and instead of buying one of those jugs for every single day, like I used to in the past, I only bought two and now I refill them at home after I finish them. So this strategy has been working wonders for me. There have been only two days so far in the last two months where I've been about 12 ounces shy of finishing my water, but that's okay. I still got more than my baseline and I've been consistent all of the other days. So that definitely plays a role. Like we want to look at the whole and not just like the one or two days that we've quote unquote failed, but looking at it as a whole thinking, okay, look how consistent I've been all of this time. So here's how this works. The jug, the three liter jug actually sits on my counter next to my fridge. And when I wake up, I have a cup of coffee, which I actually don't count in my daily totals right now, but it is technically water, so it does count if you want it to. But to me, I'm just like, yeah, I don't need to, the water is already in my Keurig, like I don't need to worry about that. So from there, after I have my cup of coffee, I fill up about an eight ounce bottle with water and then I add my pre-workout to that. I don't always have pre-workout, but I'm on a kick right now with it, so That's what I'm going with. Um, So I fill that up and I actually drink that one on the way to the gym. But at the same time that I fill that up, I also fill up a 28 ounce water bottle for the gym with my BCAAs. So I have two different water bottles, one small, one big. And so I drink the pre-workout on the way to the gym, then the BCAAs throughout the workout. So both of those are finished before around 9am. And then from there, the rest of the day, I fill up a 20 ounce water bottle that has a straw very important detail here because for some reason a straw just makes it 10 times easier to get the water through (laughs) so mental note drink it out of the straw so i fill that 20 ounce water bottle up a few more times throughout the day and i usually finish the entire jug around 6 30 at night which is our dinner time because I don't want to have to wake up in the middle of the night to go pee. So that's usually finished kind of in the early evening. And then I'm good for the rest of the night. And that is when I fill up the empty jug for the next day. And yeah, so I do keep two of them just in case I don't fill that water bottle or that water jug up at the end of the day. For some reason, it has happened a couple times where I've needed that second emergency bottle. But yeah, so I just keep two and that is my little hack that has been working flawlessly for the last two months. Like I don't have to sit there and add up my ounces or my water bottles. Literally, there's no math involved. I just finished the jug each day. Super simple. So if you want to do something like this, I would find a two or a three liter bottle, depending on your needs and your climate, of course. But I'm just going to take a guess and say somewhere in between two and three liters is about right for a petite girl. Definitely not that gallon. Are you hungry for some meals and treats in the perfect petite portions for your fitness goals? I got you covered, girl. Download my free Fun Size recipe library filled with over 36 recipes made for a petite by a petite. Just go to funsize.life slash recipes for free entry to my collection of healthy recipes. Okay, and now for that dang question. I honestly get this question a freaking lot. And it's something that I have to remember from time to time that not everybody listens to every single one of my podcasts or sees every single story. So it's okay to repeat myself every now and then. Kirsten, it's okay to answer the same question more than once. I just have to say that because sometimes I do get a little like annoyed. I'm like, I already answered this, but I do, I have to like, remember, like not everyone is following every little thing I say. I get it, totally understand. So if you've heard me talk about this before, I would say I'm sorry, but at the same time, hearing something more than once does actually help it sink in. Saying it more than once does actually help it sink in. So anyway, the question is, Is it better to do cardio before lifting weights or after lifting weights? And the answer is, it totally depends. I mean, I feel like that is the answer to any question about anything related to health and fitness. It depends. However, I will say this, which is better? It really is splitting hairs and not as important as you'd think. So typically... I recommend doing whichever one is more important to you first. Reason being, if you really want to build muscle and get stronger, I would lift first because that's where you want to put all of your effort. The last thing you want is to be tired from cardio and not be able to lift as much. So if you put all of your, if you put most of your energy, a good chunk, like 90% into your lifting, You can squeeze whatever energy you have left after your lift on your cardio. However, it's also totally up to your personal preference. So if you find that doing cardio first gets you all warmed up and all loose and totally ready to lift, then by all means, do cardio first. In a way, I guess it really depends on what and how long the cardio is. Like if you're asking whether you should run an hour before you lift, my answer is probably going to be that it's not a good idea. But if you are asking if you should do 15 minutes on the stairs before a lift, my answer is probably cool. Go for it. But in the long run, you should always do what works best for you and not what other people claim to be best for them. I know there's a lot of shit out there on social media that's like, do this before this. Everyone has a personal preference and everyone is so different and so unique, so Do what works for you. And if that means that you need to test it out by doing a week of lifting before cardio and then the next week you do a week of cardio before lifting and then compare how you feel, compare how your strength was during your lifts, how your performance during your cardio is like compare all those factors and all those things and determine which one you liked better. And then I would say that is going to be the best one for you. So this particular follower who asked this question replied back to my answer saying, doing a bit of cardio before lifting definitely gives me the boost I feel I need to get a pump. And that's a very, very real thing that seems to happen to me too. When I get my blood pumping on top of the fact that cardio makes me thirsty and helps me drink more water, both of those things contribute to a better pump in the gym. Now, having a pump is not necessary, but it's totally fun, right? Like, I don't know about you, but when I feel like I look good in the mirror in the gym when I'm working out, it's super motivating to challenge myself even further, to lift heavier weights, to take shorter rest periods, like just do the damn thing and look good doing it, which actually leads me into one last personal story. So in the last several weeks or so, I feel like I have been looking really good in the mirrors at the gym. Like I see those muscles pumping, like I guess it's the lighting, but I'm like, shit girl, like look at those triceps. Oh my God, those delts are popping. Like all these things. I'm like, wow, like all my hard work is really paying off. This feels great. And then I go to snap a picture and I'm like, that's not as impressive as I thought like I'm not really sure what's happening there if it's the lighting in the gym or my camera's not quite picking it up I don't know but I feel like I look much better in person in the mirror than I do in my photos right now but the good news is I'm feeling fantastic and that's what matters not some impressive sweaty gym selfie that is only going to be posted once But the feeling of feeling good. So keep that in mind the next time this happens to you. If you take a picture and you're like, oh, that's not as good as I thought it was. If you felt good enough to pull that camera out, that just goes to show you, you are feeling good. And that feeling is what matters so much more than any aesthetic-based thing, so... I hope you guys enjoy this kind of random episode. I realize that you don't always want a super educational episode and sometimes you just want personal stories and relatable topics. So I'm gonna try to sprinkle these in a little bit more often. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.